The following is brought to you by HonorTheVow.com. Welcome to Rapid Fire. In this arena, we not only want your marriage to survive, we want it to be thriving and passionate. To achieve that objective, we're going to go straight to the issues. No sugarcoating, no protecting egos, just man to man. I'm your host, Robert Kosick. Welcome to episode 54, Expectations. I really enjoy talking about expectations because it is one of those topics that when grasped, it can have an immediate, permanent, and positive impact on your marriage. There are actually several parts to this discussion, so let's quickly give you a visual so that you can focus on what we're talking about. Visually put the word expectations at the top left side of a piece of paper. About four inches straight down from the word expectation, I want you to write the word reality. Now, draw a vertical line from the word expectations straight down to the word reality. Next, from the middle of the vertical line, I want you to draw a horizontal line to the right about three inches long and at the end of the line write the word disappointment. So now you have a vertical line with the word expectations at the top, reality at the bottom, and a horizontal line with the word disappointment at the end of the line on the right side. Got it? Good. Okay, so here's what that all means. We come into a marriage with expectations that were formed from all kinds of sources. For every expectation, there is a corresponding reality. Sometimes those two parts are very close together, meaning what we expected is pretty close to what is actually happening. Other times, these two parts are miles apart from each other and have a huge gap between them. When the gap is relatively small, all is good, so there really is no need to talk about the expectation or the reality. However, when the gap is material, meaning big enough to cause concern for one or both of you, It needs to be addressed, and here is why. The gap between your expectation and reality, or what is actually happening, can lead to disappointment. If disappointment is not addressed, it can lead to frustration, resentment, and anger. If those feelings go unresolved, they will eventually lead to feelings of contempt towards your spouse. And once that happens, divorce is likely the only thing on your mind. Now, there is another word I want you to add to the picture. On the vertical line connecting expectations to reality, I want you to write the word opportunity. We talked briefly about this in episode 52, so I won't cover it again here, except to say that if you have a large gap for any expectation, that gap can be a great opportunity to reverse the disappointment and build a strong bond between the two of you. And here is how you do that. It's actually a simple exercise, but can become complicated quickly as you break down each expectation to its lowest denominator. I'm only going to touch on the highlights today. If you need more information or guidance, send me an email using the contact form on the website honortheval.com. Hopefully, I can break this down without getting too complicated. We'll see. For every expectation, you need to first decide if the expectation is a need or a want. Needs are things like emotional support or bond, food, shelter, and physical requirements. Wants are things that go beyond a need that would be nice to have but are not critical to the survival of the marriage. 
It should be noted that a need can also be a want depending on the expectation of how that need should be met. For example, a husband to emotionally connect with his wife would be a need. It is critical to the survival and health of the marriage. But for the wife to expect that he meet that need by spending a couple of hours every night talking with her would probably be more of a want. Somewhere in the middle will provide a good balance that will result in a very small gap between the expectation and the reality. What I mean by that is the expectation of a need being met may be realistic. The expectation of how that need is met may be unrealistic, as in the previous example. So, in general, when talking about expectations, you need to determine what is a need and what is a want, and secondly, what is realistic and what is unrealistic to expect with regards to how that expectation is met. The final step is to address the areas where the gap between the expectation and reality is too large. For needs with realistic expectations of how it will be met, reality will need to be adjusted up meaning the husband and or the wife should step up their game a little. The same holds true where you agree on a realistic want if meeting that want would enhance the marriage. For needs and wants that are unrealistic, the expectation should be reassessed and adjusted to a more realistic level. In each case, you and your spouse need to discuss each aspect and together determine what is a need and what is a want, and whether the expectation of meeting that need or want is a realistic or unrealistic expectation. As a final note, there is nothing wrong with wants, and although the expectation may be unrealistic that you'll meet that want on a regular basis, occasionally meeting that unrealistic expectation will go a long way in building a strong bond between you and your spouse. So don't write off unrealistic wants right from the start. Consider them and see if you can do them occasionally. As with every aspect of a marriage, have fun, be flexible, and focus on building a strong bond between the two of you. If you do that on a regular basis, you will be well on your way to a healthy, passionate, and thriving marriage. Let's commit right here, right now, for now, forever, to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. Put a stake in the ground, and let's do this. Rapid Fire is a ministry of Honor the Vow. To learn more about Rapid Fire, about the ministry, books we've authored, and other resources, and also to sign up for the weekly newsletter, visit honorthevow.com.